This is a podcast. Yep. Yeah, it is. So, a couple podcasts ago, we were talking about uh, iPhone apps and what we would make if we were to design our own. And I think I brought up the fact that when we first got the iPhones or something, we I remember doing research into what it took to build one because we had an idea. And I couldn't remember our idea on the last podcast. But I remember looking up and seeing if you could actually do one if you had no, you know, computer programming knowledge. And you can't, which is why we didn't. But Are you, you saying I have no computer programming knowledge? Yeah, I, I have tons, but you don't. And I You're would right. feel wrong splitting the profits with you. I, I have well, none. Really? No. I have I have no computer programming knowledge. So, but today I, I split the po- I split the podcast profits with you, despite the fact that d- I... d- d- did you today, <laughs> <laughs> Junior? Exactly. All right. So apparently, I can't say things if I can't stutter. No. Damn it. Just keep drinking. So we today remembered the app that we were going to build, and it was an app for the game celebrities. Okay. Our wives are downstairs while we are podcasting. And I already know that my wife will be vehemently opposed to playing celebrities. Really? How, how about Rachel? She, she, she's down for whatever. That chick will do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait till she listens to that. That's why I married her. Um, you gotta rein that one in. So if we, like, up here, after we're done podcasting, came up with a list of, like, a hundred names and broke them up, mm-hmm. she'd be cool with that. Yeah. Because Amanda's, like, super anti-celebrities, which is lame. Is it because of, like, you and I and the gravy? Probably. And how easy it is? Probably. Mm. But so, should we give if, the history of celebrities? If we... Yeah, in a second. If, okay. we, ha- if we do all of that pre-work beforehand, yeah. I, think, I think she'll be willing to do it. So, anyway, yeah, celebrities. We, we would need to find a shit ton of little pieces of paper or something. Well, just get, like, a couple of pieces and a of hat. binder paper. Okay. I'm not an elementary school teacher. I don't have binder paper sitting around. Computer paper? I don't have a printer. Toilet paper? You're living in a paperless world, my friend. Rolling papers? Toilet paper? Uh, Celebrities was from a Sports Night episode. It was. And it's basically, it's, I mean, it's it's a simple game. It's, it's basically, not taboo, but it's like a guessing game, right? Here's another thing that makes me love, love it. What? In one of my first days in my teaching credential program, we played it. Like in the like thing? it would over over summer our first class was, was it a, called was a computer class I don't remember what they called it okay. but it was it was celebrities right and we played it and it was awesome and I like dominated at it and everything and I was like I love this you know my competitive juices were flowing right. and it's it's the kind of thing that I love to do and it was great so it's it's names in a hat of celebrities which doesn't mean show business people. Right? And it's they just can be famous, people. and they can be fictional characters too. I mean, you could put Charlie Brown, James or, Bond, yeah, or, or yeah. George Washington. Yeah, but it's called celebrities. And then you are one person's drawing, and they have to get the other people to guess them. Are there They're teams? teams. Okay. Yeah, there's two teams typically. Okay, so it's not like who can give the best clues to get the most points. It's which team can play with each other. Yes, the best. Okay, you know it was a great team based game show that was kind of like this, except you weren't describing things verbally password win lose or draw win lose or draw yeah that was a great game right which is pictionary basically yeah it was either hosted by alan thick or chuck woolery i don't remember which one i was gonna say like Bert or, or neither or something. yeah maybe yeah. it was neither i don't know why i got those names but 
If I the next time I host a party, I would like either Alan Thick or Chuck Woolery to attend. I'd vote Alan Thick because I feel like I I heard he dates really like young hot girls. Mm, see, like Joanna you, Kearns. <laughs> you don't think Chuck Woolery dates super young girls? Come Chuck Woolery's like eighty now. I saw. Chuck, did I tell you when I saw Chuck Woolery? It was in San Diego at Zach's college graduation. Was his like the, niece like, was graduating no, or something. He was I was like, like a keynote speaker. I was like, oh my god, it's Chuck Woolery. It was awesome. Nice. I was. I went with Katrina. Hurricane so, Katrina. Or I went with Hurricane Katrina, and we saw oh. Chuck Woolery. That's a tragedy. It was. Okay, so I unfortunately thought was... this podcast is going to be released a week after our last podcast, unless people listen to them in succession. I always assume when a new one comes out, everyone listens to the first thirty-nine and then this one. You know. All right, that's fair. So I thought of another app I would have wanted to make. So I remember <laughs> wow, we've gone away from the app. I yes, remember that uh, you chastised me when you gave Probably. me the homework of coming up with an app I'd want to make, and I came up with an app, and you had like six. Jacob, you are in rapid learner, high achiever, international baccalaureate classes. I expect more than average from you. That was a long time ago. Well, and uh, I drink heavily. So my brain cells are gone. <laughs> so I thought of another app that I want to make, which is something that I want. Chicken wings? Yes. All right. Potato skins. <laughs> I get it. Appetizer. It's Pot stickers? Pots sticker. Yes. So it's a app that you keep track of your golf scores, and it does the math and tells you, like, your handicap and stuff. Are you certain that that doesn't exist? Well, I have one on my phone, but it's not good. So this isn't something that doesn't exist, but there's no good one. So you're like that commercial where it's like, we don't make the products you use. We make the products you use better. I, I guess. Like 3M or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. It, okay. I guess. But, it's but like, I mean, that's important. I'd rather have a good working app that does something important than right. a crappy working app that tries to do the something. The one I have, it's like really hard to find the course I'm trying to enter it for. When it should just use the GPS and figure out I'm sitting in the bar of the golf course and, and guess that that's the one it's played. And it doesn't – I don't think it counts nine-hole rounds or something and figure out my handicap. Like I want it, I want it to be more sophisticated and, and, and tell me more, I guess. Can you imagine what they're going to be like in 10 years though? I mean they're going to have all that stuff. It's going to be I would hope so. Oh, and I want it to be free. Like, because I'm cheap. Were you? Did you play Campus Commons that time? Yeah. Where I had where I had that GPS app. Mm-hmm. Try to use it sort of thing. Was it the two of Campus us? Commons. Yeah. Zach and Robes. I think so. Yeah. yeah. It was. We played skins. We Church did skins. We did, and I think I was, was that where Robes almost got hit or got hit by that. Guy? Yes, Robes got hit in the back by yeah. that guy, and I did won. Did he actually get hit, or did he get yeah. close to getting hit? No, he got hit. It bounced and then like rolled up his back. Oh right, 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 right. And then I won the putt off at the end. Did you? For the tie. The tie-breaking putt-off. I won. I'm the greatest golfer you know. True. Yeah. All right, so golf app and celebrities app. Okay. A little postscript on a couple pods cast to go. All right. I, I've, I've been told that you have questions for me. I have five questions for five you. Five questions. You asked for five this time, and I came up with five. I, when I texted you the other night about it, you didn't respond. And so I was like, oh, crap. Is he even going to do these or not? You know... I'm bad at responding to texts, especially it's, if I'm at work or something and I see them and I'm like, oh, okay, I'll, that's, I gotta get back to Joe later and then I won't. I appreciate you that, that you admit that because yeah, I'm it is true it. that you don't respond a lot and I'm like, gosh, it's, it was just a dick. Well, no, like, it's, 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 it's rarely if ever that, that 
you're like, oh, do you want to help me move Saturday? And I'm like, oh, I'm just not going to respond for right. a while. So he will think I didn't right. get it. It's not that. It's just okay. I see it and I make a note of it and then I forget to respond. Because I'm wondering, like, where do I fit on Jacob's depth chart? Like, in terms of who he would respond to, like, if I had to win a face-off battle in a certain thing, like, if I ha- if it's between me and someone else, who you're going to respond to or who you're going to hang out with or, like, whatever. Where am I on the depth chart? That's what I'd like to know. Low. <laughs> you are low to off the chart. You are pretty low. Then I don't have a depth chart. It's all okay. situational. I may or may not have created a depth chart with a coworker that included our entire staff. Nice. Like ranking them in terms of how much I liked them. How much nice you'd want to friendship. hang out with someone? Yes. Yeah. That's that's a smart I idea. Then, I then deleted that note on my iPhone. It's a smart idea until be, people find it. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully none of my coworkers listen to the podcast. I don't think they do. I thought that's our only listeners were your coworkers. Nope. Okay. Sorry. You ready for question number one? I'm so ready for question number you one. You are a fan of trivia. True. Question number two. Question number two. <laughs> uh, you're a fan of trivia, uh, especially the pub-based trivia. I do like them. I One of my favorite things about them is that we are often successful. Yes. I like winning. Including two weeks ago when we were second place. Yeah. Tied for second, and we won the tie. True. So, I'm going to give you four game shows, and I would like to know two things. Okay. Which you would most want to go on, okay. and which you think you would do the best on if they're not the same. Do you, do you remember a few, a couple years, a few, couple, few years ago, there was a... It was like a low-budget one. It wasn't very popular. But there was actually a taboo game show. No. And I was like, God damn it. If, we ja- if Jacob and I went on the taboo game show, we would kill everyone. We would have won. Yeah. yeah. I think there's a lot of game shows, like partner game shows, that if we go on, I wouldn't even have to work for You mean like gay partner games. game shows, right? Right. Yeah. Like, like life partner. If we came out and went on those shows. I remember I used to refer to Rodney as my... It wasn't companion. Domestic? It wasn't companion. Maybe it was com- It was something like that. It wasn't It wasn't the typical gay partner word. Mm. It was like... Cohabitant? Was like no. It was more suggestively gay than that. But I liked living with Rodney. For the gay action? I miss, I, I miss him. Anyway. If only he was listening. Okay, of these four game shows, which would you most want to go on and which you think you'd do the best at? Okay. If they're different. Wheel of Fortune... Jeopardy, the $10,000 Pyramid, or whatever denomination it is, or Cash Cab. Okay. Um, that's actually difficult, because those, that's, a, that's a very good question. Well, thank you. Um, Let's just end on a high note. <laughs> that's a podcast. <laughs> um, in terms of what would I do best at, mm-hmm. it's a toss-up. Because you're pretty good at Wheel of Fortune. Uh, see, that's what I'm thinking. I, I kick ass at Wheel of Fortune, and my claim to fame is that I once guessed a Wheel of Fortune clue without any letters being turned over. Right. It was Peter Pan and Captain Hook. <laughs> anyway, um, I think I think Wheel of Fortune would be my answer. However, it would depend with... The other one would be Cash Cab, and it would depend on who else was there with me. 
You mean competing? No, because or... in Cash Cab you're with a group. Oh, you're not right, competing right, against right, someone right, else. Right. So if I had like you and Zach and whoever else like in the cab with your me, your ideal trivia team, right? Zach's I mean, dad, your parents. <laughs> unlikely Zach's dad would be there. Although obviously that would be a big benefit. Um, that would definitely be better. And I feel like we would have more control over it because I I wouldn't have to worry about some other opponent somehow getting lucky or something right. like that. It'd be or spinning in, a bankrupt, right? Entirely yeah. based on my own skill or our own skill, right? Um, and it would mean we were in New York, which would be pretty cool. Um, <laughs> okay. But, so here's what I'm going to say. Which one I would most like to go on, mm-hmm. I would say Cash Cab. Okay. Which one I think I would do best on, I would say Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. Because I think I'd I, agree with that. I'm a, I'm a words person, and somehow letters and words just come together for me in a way that, not to the same level, of course, but like with Goodwill Hunting, how he was good with numbers and math mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And Minis Driver. And Minis Driver, yeah. When you That's watch Wheel of Fortune, do you get the final clue a lot? Because it is tougher. Tough. It's definitely tougher. And it's like five seconds but, they give you. But or here's the it's other quick. thing: it's also based on the letters that the people guess. And right. sometimes I feel like the letters that they guess are not the best possible letters. <laughs> I'll but have a Q but, and yeah. an X. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing: I, you know, I would say that a vast majority of the time, I guess the clue before. The people when it's the regular form, yeah. But the percentage that I guess it before them on the final one is less. But do you think during the regular form that they know it too? They're just trying to get more money and do more spins. Sometimes, but you can tell. Sometimes not because right. when they guess the wrong letter, right. obviously, well, yeah, they obviously. Don't. maybe they know what it is. They just don't know how to spell it. If I could ensure that when I went on Wheel of Fortune, the other two people were like complete idiots, that'd be awesome. Go on college Actually, week. Here's the thing: a friend of mine. Uh, Eddie was on Wheel of Fortune once, and I watched him on there, and that was pretty exciting to see Eddie on there. Eddie Money? Eddie Trufinkjian. He was a former... Now I know you made that up. No, he he, he was Armenian. He was a friend. Uh, he uh, used to be Zach's roommate. Oh, okay. Do you know my Joe State hat? My mm-hmm. Joe State Sweetness hat? He is the only other person who owns a Joe State Sweetness hat. Why does he have a Joe State Sweetness hat? Because he, he was a ardent fan of Joe State. Okay. He helped come up with a fight song for Joe State. Which I will not sing right now. Damn it! I was trying to. Get you. It's pretty much the USC fight song, uh, just with saying Joe State all the time. You know where that came from, right? Yeah, that's okay. thrilling. Yeah, that's another podcast. All right, Joe State. It's my megalomania. The self-indulgent podcast. Totally. Okay, you ready for question two? So you're I'm saying so ready. Cash Cab. Cash Cab is what I'd like to go on. Wheel of Fortune is what I you would be the most successful at. on. Yeah. The other two, Jeopardy. Eh. I feel like I get like an opera category. Well, I don't. I don't like mean to. I don't. I don't mean this insulting, but I feel like Jeopardy has the potential to be a little too highbrow for you, depending on what it is. Yeah. Right. I mean, if I got the right combination of categories, what if it's yeah. Dodgers Week on Jeopardy? Oh, dude. Forget about <laughs> it. Okay. Question two. This isn't so much a question as a discussion topic. As I a guess. statement. As you a statement. suck. <laughs> I hate coming up with questions. <laughs> Discuss. <laughs> so uh, I've I've been missing baseball a lot lately. I hear that. We're both baseball. Do fans. you know that spring training comes back in less than a month? I do know that. Oh, so beautiful. It is. You gonna go? I would love to. They're in Arizona now. Mm-hmm. Where does Boston do it? Fort Myers, Florida. Ah. Uh. See, Southwest flies there. Yeah, but see, the, the Dodgers now in Arizona, oh, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go in the next few years. I'm going to mm-hmm. go. Nice. And I'd like you to go with me, if that's possible. I'd be honored. One bedroom suite? <laughs> okay. Hopefully bunk beds if possible. <laughs> I get to be on top. 
Fair enough. I like uh, that. Okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we'll edit that part out. Question two. Could you make this podcast more comfortable? <laughs> okay, question two. Yes, here we go. Okay. What do you... Oh, just oh, turn nice. out the lights. You just turn out the lights. Podcast okay. after dark. Nice. We got our cabassier. <laughs> Let's take some phone calls. Who is the lady? <laughs> so, okay, you know, you know the... Uh, the intentional oh, walk. Yes, IBB. Intentional yes. Mason Bulls. Right. Where the, the catcher stands up, puts his arm mm-hmm. out, they, they throw mm-hmm. out. Is there a rule? I guess these are questions that I just want to know. Is there a rule that once you've done that on the first pitch, you then have to do it the next three? Absolutely not. Okay. So that that is my question. Why is there no strategy where they kind of lure the batter into this false, like, oh, they're not going to pitch to me. And then maybe they get a, maybe they, they practice where the catcher can stand up but, like, quickly move the glove back down, and they just throw a strike right down the middle. Like, why isn't there any trickery it would, involved? It would only really be effective if there was already two strikes. Well, okay, right. In which case, why would you do the intentional base on balls anyway? Yeah. But I'm just also, saying, why would they use that to get people Also, I think you would obviously never use it with someone on base, because the odds of a passed right. ball would be much, much greater. It does lead me to a an anecdote, though, okay. about uh, Miguel Cabrera, mm-hmm. who used to play for the Marlins and now plays for the Tigers. Mm-hmm. I remember an instance where he was being intentionally walked, and he actually like stepped over and hit the ball, nice, like and and like hit it for a base hit into the outfield. It was I want, awesome. I want. I don't want it in every game, but I want more trickery. And I'm thinking. I'm well, okay. what I was thinking of was. And it wasn't trickery, but uh, Jacoby Ellsbury stealing home against the Yankees last year, and just like the look, you know, on, on Jorge Posada's face. Stealing home, man, that's the ultimate. That is so ballsy. Yeah. Because if you get tagged out, people are like, "What the fuck were you doing?" Right. Well, and especially if there's less than two outs. But if outs, you make it, you're a hero. Right. But if there's less than two outs, like the odds that the guy's going to drive you in on a grounder or on a flyout or some right. kind of sacrifice are pretty good. Right. So unless there's two outs, I gotta say the steal of home is not worth it. Unless unless it's two outs and like the guy up is just a complete loser, mm-hmm. in which case he wouldn't be someone on your team or my team, hopefully. Right. Because there you know, wouldn't be a huge hole. I think that I think that baseball would benefit if there was more kind of ballsy or trickery type moves. And like I said, not every game. Okay. But like, you know, once a week there was some highlight like, that was like, like the, oh my God, look what happened. Like the equivalent of the flea flicker in football. You don't know the flea flicker. Sure. The flea flicker is the quarterback gets the ball, he tosses it to the running back. The running back runs. Is the running and back then, flea? And then tosses it back to the, the quarterback. Oh, okay. And then the quarterback throws the ball to someone who's now open because when the running back gets the ball, move towards the defense him. moves yeah. up and then the wide receivers are open. Yeah. Something like that. How often does that happen in football? Rarely. Okay. But a few times a season. Yeah. So something that's rare but is some sort of tricky move, like. Like Cabrera stepping over and hitting an intentional walk. Well, there's like the hidden ball trick where the where the pitcher goes up to like. Per- I don't need to hear about your boudoir games. <laughs> where the pitcher goes up and pretends that he's standing on the rubber, but the first baseman like actually has the ball hidden in his glove or something, and then when the guy takes the lead off of first base, he tags tag him. him out. Yeah, but that's rare. That's like maybe once or twice a season, if that. Right. Um, baseball is it's more about traditional and being old school. See that that's like what I was that. thinking and too. That's, and I, I'm I'm fine with that. I don't need it to be 
all crazy. Yeah, I don't want it to be all crazy either, but... If there are less people that like baseball, fine. I don't care. You're being elitist again. Fine. (laughs) As I said earlier, you can't be elitist if you're not elite. Here's, here's, Here's my other question. Okay, there's no rule they have to do all four intentional balls, but True. but you know they always do. I don't know right. if anyone's ever not. So why do they make them throw four times? Why don't they just make them throw once? Yeah. yeah. Because that's how they do it in MLB 2K8? That's true, but that's just to save time. Right. Um, but yeah, you know, it's because there's potential for error. You know what there's... I think, too? I think, there's, I think it's more of an insult to the batter. If as he's walking up to the box, they're just like, nah, just take the base. We don't need you. Like, get out of here. Well, because if he's standing there, it's like, oh, we're intimidated. We, we're not going to pitch to this guy. But if they just, like, turned him away, that's more insulting. They should you do that. You think so? I think so. In softball, um, which I have played before and play now, although it's off season, you can do intentional walks. And I feel like a lot of times, depending on the score and circumstances, the number of outs... If you have like a guy on second and third, it's a good strategy to intentionally walk the guy if he's a good hitter because, especially in softball, the odds of you getting a fly ball and not only catching it but getting the guy out at home mm-hmm. rather than him scoring the sacrifice fly is very small. Right. Um, when I used to play for Warehouse um, in a co-ed league, mm-hmm. if you walked the guy, intentional or not, the girl behind him also... The, okay, when you walk the guy, he gets two bases rather than one. Okay. And when you walk a girl... Or when you walk the guy, the girl behind him had the opportunity to also take first base. Nice. So it's like, if you're trying to pitch around the guys to get to the girl batter, you'll really get penalized for it. Right. So it was really more of an incentive. You have to pitch the guy. You can't pitch around him. Or, you know. um, it just proves why girls don't belong in sports. Really. <laughs> um... Take that, Title Nine. But uh, yeah, I I I I disagree with your comment about trickery because I feel like while it's exciting, so much of baseball, as someone who considers himself a baseball purist, so much about baseball is exciting on its own. The diving catches, the great yeah, fielding yeah. and throwing and stuff like that. Baseball, the guys who play baseball at a high level just are so amazing that that. It, it's good enough of a game the way it is that it doesn't need to be changed, except getting rid of designated hitter. Sorry, Dave Ortiz. Screw you. <laughs> or good designated hitters. Yes. Sorry, Edgar Martinez, who's now retired. Okay. Or whatever. Question number three. Ready for it. It's also not a very structured question. Wonderful. You live your life, your uh, your internet life, completely on your iPhone. I like that this is a very personal question because it's almost 100% true. But you do, right? Yesterday, when my iPhone like shut down and I felt like I was going to panic and maybe die, mm-hmm. I after we got home from seeing Avatar, I went online to my computer and looked up how do I restart my iPhone or cold boot it or whatever and right. got the solution. And now I'm back But, but for anything else, you would have looked that up on your phone. Of course. You would not have abused well, the Well, we were, we were at dinner and we had some time to wait before the movie and I was like, man, I'd really like to be able to find out where the nearest AT&T store is to figure out how to fix my iPhone. But of course, I need my iPhone to do that. So, you know. <laughs> Sweet irony. Yeah. So my... my Elizabethan, even. My feelings on it are, uh, I love the convenience of having it 
you know, wherever I am at the time. But I would, I would never not have a computer at home or something. Mm -hmm. Like I will check in for flights, but I don't think I would book a trip over my phone. You know, I big type stuff like that or transactions Why? or whatever. Why? I don't know. I just, it's just part so, of it's like, I hate trying to, the mm, screen so little and you gotta yeah. like move it over and everything and stuff. And, and for me, the things that I'll definitely do on the actual computer are things that I can't do on this. Like flash, it won't play flash movies right. or whatever, but also unlike you, I do have a printer. Mm -hmm. So if I need to print something out. I'll do it on the computer rather than this. I don't have a printer by choice, by the way. Okay. It's not that I'm poor. I know that. Since they give you free printers when you buy a right. computer. I had one a long time ago, and then it, the ink would always get dry because I would rarely use it. And then when I would go to use it, it didn't work. So the last couple times when I bought a Mac, they're like, oh, and you get a free HP, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, nah, I don't, I'm good. Thanks. I don't want it. Hmm. It's an old piece of junk. Right. Yeah. So, but, so... Like I said, it's not really a structured question, but but you feel that like, do you feel you could live your life without a, a computer at home, just using the phone? Yes, but but I, I have to be careful in my iPhone overuse because my wife gets mad at me a lot about using the iPhone. So yeah, I, I have to practice more temperance than I currently am, and, mm -hmm. I, and I'm aware of that. It's addiction. It is. You have iPhone addiction. I do. It's a big step. The first step is admitting it. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. The next steps we'll take together. Thank you. Can we hold hands? <laughs> no. <laughs> it is very dark in here, by the way. <laughs> it is. And getting darker. So let's let's move on to question four. Already to four. I'm wonderful. Yeah. You are a sixth grade teacher. Correct? Rumor. <laughs> so, when did you decide you wanted to become a teacher and why? And my follow-up is, what did you think you were going to be before that? When I was younger, I wanted to manage hotels for the uh, for celebrities. Okay, well, I don't mean like I wanted to be an astronaut or I mean, marine like biologist. When you were in college or something, what did you think your job was going to be, and then what made you change it to? I teacher? thought I was going to marry a supermodel, and she would take care of me. If you're not going to take my question seriously, I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> I had no idea. I had no idea in college what I was going to do. I had no right. Like I was like, okay, I'm I'm gonna. I, I was totally not seeing. I didn't look into the future at all. I didn't. I didn't see beyond at least beyond the year that I was in. You were a communications major, correct? Which was kind of a catch-all. Technically, right? I started out as a bioengineering pre-med major, right? But we don't talk about that. But then I switched to communications, which is about the farthest uh, away I could. Did you think that you were gonna be like a journalist or anything, or? Possibly, I, you know, I, I wish I wish that I had taken more time to work with like the the career center or looking into um, internships and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, I felt a little abandoned and shaken when my wingman left me after freshman year. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like, imagine if you had stayed at East San Diego and we'd had our own radio show there or Ooh. whatever it was, you know. Didn't we talk about that uh, freshman year? Because they had that radio they thing where the co-op was. Yeah. Actually, John Case and I talked about having our own show, which would have been like a TV show rather than a radio show. Um, it would have been horrible. Yeah, um, sure. I remember one of, the, one of our bits that we were talking about doing was talking about um, bringing back uh, hydraulics into a lot more... Parts of everyday life, you know, the hydraulic like the, in cars, like the how the cars would like bounce up yeah. and down, stuff like that. Um, 
All right, so you had no clue. So what, what made you decide you wanted to be a teacher? And, and when did you have this revelation? Well, we had great teachers growing up. In, yeah, we, I, yeah, no, we, we did. No, we in did. elementary we did. school, a little bit in middle, middle school. I actually talked to my kids a little bit today, or not today, this week about uh, Mr. Wofford and mm-hmm. how great of a teacher he was. And, um, and in high school, we had great teachers. Yeah. And, and so it was always something I thought about. Um, but the opportunity actually presented itself after that terrible sales job that I had for a day and a half. Rodney was working out in Natomas, um, and he was like, oh, you know, I have this opportunity or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. And I kind of just took it as something to do, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I had just started dating Amanda, so I was like, I gotta have some money, you know. Right. Um, Women are but expensive. It, hells yeah, they are. Um... But I liked it a lot, and I was uh, I, I liked the teaching aspect. I really connected to the students, um, and so that's kind of what inspired me. And then where I learned about the credential program was actually from my mother-in-law, who told me it was like, "Oh, this is a great credential program in Elk Grove and whatever." And so that. So when you out. started subbing, it was just you needed something to do, and it was, you know, you could just kind of show up and do it. Subbing came after the kindergarten thing in this home. Oh, so that okay. was really the first step into it and so after that was the subbing and then when i also tutored writing at kennedy high school mm-hmm. um which i liked because it, it, it was a good way to connect to older students um as opposed to obviously kindergarten which is very different right um but i liked that i did like i did you know i i liked teaching older students because you can connect with them in a much different way than you can younger kids. You can be sarcastic right. with them and jokey with them. and It's not and, all finger paints. And, right. And, and obviously the higher up you get, the more interesting the curriculum can be. You know, like this year we, we study world cultures. So we've studied China and India and Egypt. And um, we're about to get into gr- Greek and Roman stuff, which I love. So Greco-Roman? Greco-Roman wrestling. Hmm. Definitely. So, all right. Does that? What was your question again? Did I, did I it was. It? it was when did you decide you wanted to be a teacher, and and what made that decision for you? So yeah, so it, it sounds was, very like it was circumstantial, like, and you just kind of fell into it and realized this is where I'm meant to be, type thing. Yes, although I actually did at the end of college take a teacher related class, which was one of my favorite classes, and in mm-hmm. it, and it um, part of it was volunteering although it was required so i guess it wasn't really volunteering volunteering at a boys and girls club in san diego and salon beach mm-hmm. and that was really great and so um it started towards the end of college and then the opportunity just kind of presented itself in that case but yeah i didn't it's really just interesting because having known you for what 23 years or whatever 306 years uh, i can't imagine you being anything else but a teacher, but it wasn't always like this goal. It was, you know, like you said, kind of right. It wasn't like I was in elementary school. I'm like, Oh, I'm going to be a teacher. It was a few years after college and and you just like started. Well, when I entered college, I thought I was going to be a doctor. Right. Because Mr. Matthews told me that he thought I could be a doctor. And, and, and and I think that's one of the things that makes made me think more about being full of shit. (laughs) One of those things that makes me think about being a teacher is like, this guy said this comment and that influenced me to the point where I was like, yes, I believe in myself. I think I can do this. Mr. Matthews also went to UCSD. Did he really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. He, so he joins the list with Benicio Del Toro, mm-hmm. um, Uncle Phil from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the female activist of like the 60s and 70s who had the fro? Jane Fonda? 
Wanda. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember her name. Um, it's an elite group. Yeah. And Joe Fossum. Joe Fossum. All right. Last question. And Rodney West. And Rodney West. Last question. Roommate, best man, boss. Excellent. I never get to answer one of these. Oh, you're going to like this one. All right. Are they all girls? Are they really? Okay, go ahead. Rosie O'Donnell. Yes! They're all dykey girls. Melissa Etheridge. Cynthia Nixon from Sex and the City. I despise Cynthia Nixon. The red-haired She's one. horrible. Yeah. Didn't she, like, come out in the last year? And people are like, yeah, no kidding. God, I have to live with one of these women? Yep. It's a lesbian-themed roommate, best this man, or boss. horrible. Rosie, Melissa Etheridge, or Cynthia Nixon? I don't know if it'd be worse to do Mary Boff Kill or <laughs> best man, roommate, boss of these three. So I get to kill one of them. Oh, this is horrible, Jacob. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. God. I can't roommate with Melissa Etheridge. She'll sing. You don't like Melissa Etheridge singing? Oh, you gotta be kidding me. Okay. Um, See, other three, I think she's like the best choice of anything. She's the only one I would like to hang out with at one point. Cynthia Nixon, I think, will have the most attractive partners. Really? Who do you think would? Uh, I don't know. Wouldn't be either of the other two. Maybe Melissa Etheridge? No, hers are going to be like, uh, what was that music festival? Lilith Fair? Probably Lilith Fair, Uh, non-bathing, hairy. But Cynthia Nixon is so repulsive. True, but whatever. I mean, even if she's dating Portia de Rossi and that bringing her Portia by Rossi? the house all the time, exactly. what does that do for you? Well, they're going to be sitting on the couch. Does, it's not, nothing of it's good for me. They're going to be it's, watching it's, Ellen and It's and, the lesser of the evils. You know. All right. She's my roommate, Cynthia Nixon. Cynthia Nixon's your roommate. That's horrible. It's, it is horrible. But so would Melissa, Eth- Melissa Etheridge playing her guitar all the time. I'd kill myself. I would like that. Are you maybe, kidding me? Maybe she could teach me how to play guitar better. <sighs> not worth it. I'd do a little um, harmony for her. I could come to her window. <laughs> uh, All right, roommate with Cynthia Nixon. My favorite is best man. I, I would get, never come like to your say, house. Because I can say that one of them is a man. You'd be like, hey, you want to come over? We'll play Call of Duty or whatever. And then I show up and you know, it's like, oh, hi, Cynthia. Yeah, maybe that's a bad call. It's gross. Who would you pick as best man? Or as roommate? Melissa You'd pick Melissa Etheridge. Yeah. No, I can't do it. I'm a sucker for a raspy I can't, voice. I can't do it. Okay. No, this my, is my this next is your choice, choice would be Rosie too. For, over, for over, 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 over Melissa Etheridge. Yeah. Oh, God, she'd always be doing her stupid blog and things. Uh, she'd leave me alone. Um, this is horrible. All right. Well, you got um, one down. Do it by process of elimination. Yeah. Ru- okay. So I have best man and boss. Yep. Um. Who can I, who would I, um, okay. Melissa Etheridge is going to be more low-key. Rosie O'Donnell's going to be brash. Yeah. So, Melissa Etheridge is going to be my boss. Okay. Um. Why? Because it's more of a long-term relationship? Because I think she'll annoy me less. Like, Rosie O'Donnell get in my face and tell me to do stuff. Rosie O'Donnell is going to ruin your wedding if she's the best man. 
I'm just you saying. Think so? And the bachelor party is going to suck too. Well, so is Melissa Etheridge. They're all terrible. This is <laughs> this is the worst. This is like tricky. This is the worst possible situation, Jacob. Uh, it really is. I'm proud of this one. Ah, this is horrid. Absolutely horrid. Yeah. Oh. You got to pick. Yeah, Melissa Etheridge, boss. Okay. Rosie, best man. Rosie is your BM. Um, hopefully, I could slyly in- invite Donald Trump and have a big brawl or something and make it worthwhile. But maybe your wedding would be on the soup. There's there's nothing good about any of those situations. There's no positives. I like Melissa Etheridge. That's the positive that I have you on the podcast saying that you like Melissa Etheridge. That's I the that's the best thing that's come out of this. Well. Okay, then. I'm not going to complain. Ah. This is the... Okay, here's what I think. I think you hate that I asked you for questions. And so you want to end <laughs> with this. It's like when I if I do the dishes and I drop a dish. Oh, I guess I'm bad at doing the dishes. I better right. never do that again. You I give am... me something that's so hurtful and painful, and you want to make me cry. Yeah, I do. To the point that you, that, that you think I, I won't ask you to do this again. I, I will ask you to do it again. I have enjoyed your uncomfortableness with I'm that very uncomfortable right roommate, now. best man, boss. But I am scared that now you're going to try and think of some disgusting oh, one that oh. I have to answer. Oh, yeah. You're going to try and outdo me on the horrible situation. Although, I mean... I'm nothing on. if not vindictive. Hitler, Stalin, Saddam. That was great. It was funny. It was but great. Okay. That is, I, I contend that that is the best one I've ever come up with. Yeah, it probably is. This this is this is a train wreck. Well, I don't know why you hate lesbians so much. I don't want to live with them. You're just anti-Semitic. I don't think it would be good to have one as the best man in my wedding. I don't mind working for a lesbian if she wants to be my boss. You could have picked better lesbians for me, Jacob. I wasn't going to give you hot lesbians. Why not? Why can't I live with a hot lesbian? It would never work out. Or ha- <laughs> You'd constantly be trying to hook up with her. <laughs> You'd be like, I could turn her. I could, I could get her back on our team. No. All right. Well, I'm never coming to your house because I hate Cynthia. Well, never coming to your house because I hate Melissa Etheridge. Done. I guess this is our final episode. We can shake hands and be done with it all. Well, the end. All right. This was a podcast. This was a podcast, and maybe in the future we'll have a podcast again, but possibly not. Lesbians killed our podcast. Good title. That's a great title. Done. All right, that's a podcast. That's a podcast. Whoa, baby, this town rips up bones from your back. It's a death trap. It's a suicide rap. We gotta get out while we're young. Cause it's a ramp like us, baby. We're